Right, right. Okay. Yeah, on, so for online dating sites, that's what's basically happening. You know, they have to find some way to screen. So if you're shorter and you don't look like Brad Pitt, then Tinder and fucking Bumble and all those sites aren't going to be a really good option for you. But it all kind of equals out in the end because even if you are really good looking and you have those sites to your disposal, uh, I know a ton of really good looking guys who coast through and they get a lot of dates, but then they can't convert those dates and they're just as unhappy as anyone else. In fact, it can be even more painful for some of those guys because it's like they have so many, you know, (laughs) it's like they got a big juicy steak in front of them, but they're not allowed to eat it. So, and every single guy I know who's really, really good looking, who blew me away in high school and college, uh, I destroy them all day, every day when it comes to, uh, you know, if you want to measure, this will sound douchey, but how hot my girlfriend is or how fucking many threesomes I have or all those dumb things you can measure, right, as a guy to measure your dick or how well you're doing, um, I'm going to blow them away in that just because I've learned to develop my personality, which is obviously way more important at the end of the day. We're just talking about generating numbers. So if you're good looking, if you're tall, online dating, use the Tinder guide. Um, We basically have conversation templates. Hopefully everyone on this call has studied them, uh, where you can plug in the exact fucking template and just use it to get dates. Uh, If I were to go go through my phone and show you guys a video where I just scroll through Tinder. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, I, I probably have gotten 300 numbers on Tinder and I haven't used Tinder in the last almost two, eh, I used it last summer in Ukraine, but before that it had been like a year. I basically used it for like four or five months in New York and just smashed numbers on Tinder. And I'm not super tall or that good looking, but I made it work. If you're really tall, good looking, you can fucking destroy. You just collect numbers all day, every day. Not saying those are going to be great numbers, but they're numbers. Um, now let's say you're not tall or good looking. Now what do you do? Well, now you got a day game. Um, you don't have to. You go to bars and clubs and showcase your personality that way. You can meet friends of friends, or if you belong to a really cool social circle, then you can meet women through there. But most of the time, that's not a, a real steady way to go about it. And if you have a sick social circle where you're just meeting tons of hot chicks and you're banging them all, then this information is probably useless for you anyways. So, um, day game. Um, a big problem that I've been witnessing, watching you guys struggling, it all comes down to conversation skills. You're walking up, you're opening, you're getting smashed with, I have a boyfriend, you're having a hard time getting investment in the conversation. Um, you guys don't know where to take the conversation. Uh, you don't know how to get them really engaged and make a fun conversation. It all comes down to this one problem. It's that having a day game conversation is really, really, really fucking hard. I'm the best person I know at it. Maybe Jesse is as good as me. Um, I've met everyone else in the fucking community. Um, Sasha day game is really good at it. James Marshall, I've never seen him do it, but I think he's pretty good at it knowing him. Um, But even us, who are really, really fucking good at it, it's hard. It's really fucking hard. Imagine how hard it is having to, you know, have a conversation with someone who wasn't even expecting to have a conversation. That's what day game is, right? Walking up to someone and attempting to have a conversation with someone who's busy doing something else, who wasn't expecting to have a conversation, and now suddenly you have to get them to want to have that conversation and to enjoy it, and to get over all their social programming around talking to strangers, So day game, just from the surface, is hard. Trying to have a conversation during day game is really hard. 
if you're really good at it, it can be a really, really effective way to meet girls. And I'm really good at it, so it's really, really effective. And a lot of you guys are getting good at it and finding it to be way more effective than online dating, bars, nightclubs, pretty much any other way. But it's hard. So how do we combat that? I was thinking recently, all right, well, if everyone's struggling in these conversations, let's just eliminate the conversation. Why not, right? And I thought back over all of my approaches all the time, and usually the times when I found um, you know, the, 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 le- the path of least resistance from opening to phone number and from phone number to date was not trying to connect with them at all, not even trying to have a conversation. Like the dumbest down, like just word for word template, walk up to a girl, hey, saw you, had to risk embarrassing the hell out of myself to come over here and meet you or to come over here and hit on you or flirt with you. You want to make your intentions known. Hey, saw you, had to risk embarrassing the fuck out of myself to come over here and hit on you. I'm Robbie. Don't worry. I'm only like a third creepy. I promise. But uh, I got to run. I'm like late for a meeting. You probably have shit going on too. Give me your number. If you don't like me, give me a fake one. I'll never know the difference. Hand them my phone, get the number, I'm fucking out. You don't even have to get their reaction. You don't even have to wait for a response. They're hopefully just going to smile and laugh. They're going to maybe give you your name, and then they're going to put their number in the phone. And that's it. It's fucking it. That's the whole conversation. It takes, what was that, 20, 20 seconds to deliver? A minute? The, the entire thing? And you're out. So the psychology behind that is very simple. Um, you're being direct. Uh, most guys aren't direct, so therefore you look like you have confidence by being direct. You're calling out the fact that you're doing something that's a little bit strange and socially awkward by saying you're risking embarrassing yourself. You're also calling yourself out on other guys. You're basically saying, like, I'm not creepy because I know I'm creepy. Don't worry, I'm only one-third creepy proves that you're not creepy because you're only creepy if you don't know you're creepy. You're saying you're busy. You're not going to stand there and force a conversation down their throat. And it's a fun and easy way to close for a number. Give me your number. If you don't like me, give me a fake one. Takes all the pressure off. It's direct. It's nonchalant. It's fun. It's flirty. It's, it works, right? Um, it's very simple to execute. Fuck the conversation. If you're struggling, just do that. That's it. Uh, if, you know, if you want to start getting fancy later on and, and that's so easy that you're just, you know, getting number after number after number, like I was doing in Ukraine last summer, I wasn't really bothering to have a conversation on the street just because there was a language barrier. Um, my opener over there was a little bit different because Eastern European girls are different. And if you guys want to know about that, read the Ukraine guide or come to Eastern Europe or learn how to do it. Um, but for American chicks or Canadian chicks or English chicks or Australian chicks, any girl who was once born in a col- in a country that was imperialized by the lovely British Empire, that will work very well. Um, so that's it when it comes to getting numbers. Now, now you, gotta, you have all these numbers, right? Because you're out, you do 40 of those approaches during the day, like David, maybe you get three or four numbers, that's awesome. What do you do with the, with the numbers? Well, you got to text them. And then there's another way where you guys basically have trouble and screw up. What do I text them? Callback humor. Uh, when do I follow up? How do I confirm the date? How do I do all these things, right? And essentially your goal in doing that is to convert that number into a date with the, low, with the least amount of flakiness. Um, now here's a problem there. Hot girls give their number out pretty often. You'd be surprised. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal 
for them to get hit up by like a shitload of guys every day. The problem is they're always getting hit up by guys and they there's only maybe one or two of them that they're really excited about. Odds are if you do that fast, you know, approach, they're not going to be super pumped and excited about you because you haven't really made a ton of a connection there, right? Maybe they're going to just be, be like blown away. They just love your look or, you know, for some reason or another, you smelled really good that day and they just have to have your cock. Um, but for the most part, if you do that real quick, you know, 30 second grab or number leave, you probably haven't built enough attraction or comfort uh, to convert that into a date. So what do you do instead? You take the whole fucking dating thing out of the equation. You, you text them only in an attempt to exchange social media. So you get their Snapchat, you get their Instagram. Then what do you do? Well, if you have a cool life and you do fun shit and you're a cool guy, which you guys should all be doing, and if you're not, none of this is going to work anyways, <laughs> then they, they basically become, they get automatically reminded of who you are and why you're cool and why they should go on a date with you. And because you're not asking for a date and you're not texting them, and you're not hitting them up, they're probably thinking, whoa, that was kind of weird. Here's that guy again on, on Snapchat. Looks He's doing fun shit. He's cool. He looks funny and interesting. Why, I'm, he, like, he went to all the trouble to like stop me in the Starbucks. Why isn't he hitting me up? Well, like, what, what's up with that? And now all of a sudden, everyone wants what they can't have, so she'll start hitting you up. She might comment on your Instagram post. She might uh, send you Snapchats. Uh, if you've exchanged Facebook, she might like your Facebook shit or your Instagram shit. Facebook is better for like European guys. It's, it's way more normal to exchange Facebook over there. Here in the U.S., it's a little bit more taboo. Like asking for someone's Facebook can be a little bit intrusive. Um, it's getting to be less of the case, but that's kind of the way it is. And uh, you know, you basically you're using um, you know you're using social media as a cosign to show that you're cool and funny, do cool shit, and you use that to build a connection. After they've liked a few of your pictures or commented on your shit, or if you've noticed that they keep viewing your Snapchat story every time you post one, now you have an interested customer. And now you can just hit her up, be like, yo, how you been? Great. Or you just finish a conversation that's already started on Instagram or Snapchat. And then if she hasn't asked you out, which at some point she might, then you can ask her out after you've gotten three or four or five indicators that she's interested in you, then you ask her out. And you're no longer the guy that's chasing her. You're not even thinking about funny or witty shit to text. You're just being awesome, living your life, showcasing your life through social media. And then having the girls that you exchange numbers with chase you. Now you're out on a date. It's a whole different experience because she's chased you. She's really going to be investing in in that date. She's attracted to you. And when you follow the dating protocol that all of you guys should have burned in your memory by now, you're going to convert those dates like a, like a champion. Dates you won't convert are the ones where they're like kind of unsure about whether or not to go out with you. They're on the fence and they just do it because whatever, there's nothing else to do that night. That is a lot different experience than, uh, you know, the girl that you got to drag out and, and convince. So... That was quick. It took me, what, seven minutes to get through that? That's, that's really kind of all it is without getting into the nitty-gritty on how to use Tinder and Instagram um, and other social media sites to kind of generate this, uh, this content and get girls to fall in love with you without doing anything. So we can talk about that next. 
But uh, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on what I outlined so far. Thoughts, concerns, questions. Hey, Robbie, this is Sam. Um, I thought that was awesome, man. Um, I, I, don't, I don't do Instagram or Snapchat or any of that. I know that there's something missing in my game when I'm trying to hit on 22-year-olds. So I'm all ears. Great. Yeah, that's uh, like we talked about the other week, you know, when we, we were on that call with, together. That's a huge, 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 uh, you know, area that's, that will in, improve your game drastically by having that. I can't tell you guys how many girls I ended up hooking up with when I so I basically started using Snapchat and Instagram um, almost a year ago, about a year ago. Um, me and my girlfriend had just broken up, and I started putting serious time into Instagram. Um, by serious time, I mean whenever I do something cool, I would just take a picture, <laughs> learn how to you know make the pictures look nice, which takes five minutes. Just how to use a filter. Learn the basics of using Instagram, like I said, takes five or six minutes, and then you're off. And then what would happen is when I met girls, I would just add them to Instagram, and guess who would constantly comment and like my photos? The ones that wanted to bang me. Same thing with Snapchat. Snapchat's a little bit, you know, um, more complicated to use, but still really easy. Takes, you know, a nine-year-old girl ten minutes to figure it out. Um, and the, di- the difference between, well, before I get into the difference between Instagram and Snapchat and why they why they uh, are both very effective, but for different ways. Uh, other questions, concerns, thoughts on everything up until this point? Okay, so it's almost like, it's funny, it's like contradictory. We went through all this work on doing these direct approaches, and now we are kind of saying, oh, backtrack and become more indirect in one way. Well, you're not being indirect. It's the same opener. It's the same one-two punch, Right. You're just eliminating the conversation piece after, don't worry, I'm only one-third creepy, before, give me your number, if you don't like me, give me a fake one, right? That's the conversation aspect of it. That's like what we teach in the conversation workshop, but you're still going to need that. You're just going to need it on the date, right? But when you're using it on girls that are interested in talking to you, when they want to have that conversation, it's going to work so much better because it doesn't matter how good of a conversationalist you are, like... If you're like if if you're talking to someone who just doesn't want to talk to you, you're fucked, <laughs> right? Now you can use kind of those, you can use calling it out and all of those ways to circumvent that, um, you know, to get her interested. But that's way more effective for a bar situation, anyways, and that's also you know can be used on the date still. And like I said, if you want to be like a fucking master day gamesman. You know, you can do all that stuff, but just from a sheer, like, I want to get phone numbers, convert those to dates, convert those dates to sex, and some sort of relationship, this is, I think, the path of least resistance. So are, are you advising that once we get all these numbers, we should not contact them and only use the social media aspect? Well, if you're, if you're currently contacting them and it's not resulting in sex and dates, then I would think it's, it's worth it to rethink that strategy. I mean, if, you, if, if every time you get a number, it results in a date, then obviously your texting is great and you shouldn't change anything. If it's not broke, don't fix it, right? But I'm pretty sure for you, especially Derek, like you're getting numbers and how often are those resulting in dates? Not a whole lot, right? Yes. What would you say your conversion percentage is? Uh, one out of seven. Okay, right? So... 
if you're only getting one out of seven, then you know you could always go back to that. But instead, I think it would be a better use of your time to you know try to showcase your life and your personality more through social media and use that as a way to basically you know get them get them interested in a date. The problem is a lot of those numbers you're getting are probably bad like pity numbers to begin with. So the problem might not be with your texting, it's probably more with the approach because your conversation skills are lacking and you're trying to force these conversations. I think if you just went in, you know, with the approach that I'm talking about, you're in and you're out, I think you might have a better chance. Now, just that approach, like it sounds easy, right? But it's still not that easy. You still have to come across confident. Your body language has to be good. Your delivery has to be good, right? Like if you're nervous or anxious, that's going to lower your your batting ratio. But, you know, if you're doing this really well, like if I do that 10 times, I'll probably get four numbers. That's really, really, really good, right? And like I said, I'm like my shit's optimized. If you guys are just getting one out of 10, that's still not bad, right? And if you can convert, you know, whatever, you do 100 approaches, you get 10 numbers. If you're then your social media and other shit is good, you can convert five of those. Um, and like I said, if if the other thing is too, if a bunch of time goes by and they haven't commented on your Instagram or they haven't like, you know, commented on Snapchat or liked any of your pictures, you could still text them later, right? Waiting never hurt anyone. They might be like, who's this? And then you remind them. But now you're the guy who's cool and confident and, and wasn't needy, wasn't like beating down their door the second you got their number. So waiting, I don't think really hurts your chances, but it allows for other good things to happen. Hey, I actually, um, yeah, I had a really specific question about this. Okay. And it might, it might lead into the other stuff that you want to talk about. Why is Snapchat and Instagram specifically better than just performing this on Facebook because I have like a big circle on Facebook, right? But I haven't actually used those other two apps before. Um, girls spend more time on Instagram and Snapchat, especially the younger, hotter ones. Um, Facebook is going to target more of like the 30 to 40 year olds. I think more women in that age group spend more time on Facebook. I mean, girls do spend a lot of time on Facebook too. Um, it's uh, it's just a little bit less kind of trending and popular as the other two. It's already the and old person thing. No, not not really. It's definitely not. Um, you know, I'm kind of using Carly and and her friends and you know other young models as as my you know kind of like my base assumptions here. Mostly like you know those are the girls that everyone wants, so might as well use them. <laughs> um, you know, young hot girls who are fun and radiant and they do fun shit and you know they, they whatever you know um the girls that all the celebrities are trying to bang or celebrities probably aren't trying they're just banging them um but there's no reason why so with instagram everything you post on instagram goes straight to facebook um so the two are very related like you know they're interchangeable uh, there's no reason why you can't use facebook and facebook works really well too it's just a little bit um it's just slightly more intrusive to ask for someone's Facebook. Um, like if, if I, if, if I get a girl's number and then I text her, you know, my opening text is basically the same. Hey, you know, 
super brave of you to come and hit on me at, at the mall the other day. I, you know, I admire your courage and she'll respond, ha ha, thanks. My next response, instead of trying to think of like callback humor and witty banter is, is going to be like, Hey, by the way, what's your Insta? Right. Then I add her on Instagram. If I say, Hey, by the way, what's your Facebook? Um, I wouldn't say that just because it could set off some alarms in her head. Like exchanging Facebooks is, can be a little intrusive in our culture. It's not in Europe. In Europe, no big deal at all. Everyone fucking changes Facebook there. Um, I don't even ask for numbers there. I just get Facebook or Viber. So uh, does that answer it? Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Hey, would you say um, Instagram is an easier go than uh, Snapchat? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Instagram is... It's not easier, per se. It's just different. Um, Instagram is like a showcase of your life so you're all, or, or of whatever you're into. So you're only posting, you know, you're not posting more than once a day. Um, most people I would recommend to post just two or three times a week, you know, between two and four times a week, um, unless you're like an artist or you have like some specific reason. But if you're just posting on Instagram like I do to like, you know, post cool pictures of me and my friends doing fun shit and to, and to just share those with people, then if you post every day, you just kind of look like you're too into yourself. You look like a douche, right? Um, it's fine for hot girls to do it because that's what hot girls do. But as a guy, I wouldn't recommend that. But when you do post, you have to post shit that's, that's good, right? Because if it sucks, then people will unfollow you. Snapchat is totally different. Snapchat, you could post what you're making for breakfast. You can post, you know, uh, or you can not post, snap. You, you, you can snap, you know, going fucking grocery shopping. You, there's like nothing that's that's unsnappable, especially with all the filters and the silly shit you can do on there. You can make videos play backwards with like slow motion voices. Um, and it's basically just like, here's the shit I did today. And cause I'm funny and I'm cool and I don't give a fuck. Right. So it's basically a, a much better window into your personality and a way for girls to connect with you and feel like they know you. Um, I've had a girl who I met like a year and two months ago she hits me up like every three months just because she, she, and I know she watches my, every time I post a snap story, which I do like once or twice a week when I'm traveling, I do it every day because there's more interesting shit going on. Um, but every time I post a snap story, she watches it and like, I know that that girl's like ready to go anytime I want it. Right. There's, there's other girls that always watch my Snapchat and always like my Instagram posts and always like my Facebook posts. Like those are the girls that I know I can text anytime and be game over. So, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, they're, they're different, but they're both super effective. I would say Snapchat is better. Cool. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I, I'm on the mindset of if you're taking selfies and you're a man, it's a little bit off, you know, selfies as a woman, I, you know, I don't know. That's where I've been going with it. So I'm just trying to figure out how to do something like Instagram and not be a douche. Well, yeah, you shouldn't, you should definitely not use Instagram for selfies. Um, that's a big no, no Instagram or like, what do you say, babe? Andrea Deaver. Can you talk about, um, Snapchat and Instagram real quick from a girl's perspective? Babe, how much time would you say you spend every day on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook? Um, I'd say at least an hour total. So like a few minutes here and there. 
Um, a lot of the time, Snapchat is the most. Um, I don't really look at people's stories or like. I don't really look at people's feeds or whatever unless it's Snapchat. Um, because Facebook, I just have a bunch of weird friends. It's like family on there, so I don't really go through Facebook a lot. And Instagram, um, obviously, if you have really dope pictures, that's when you want to like really succeed at Instagram. But anyone can succeed at Snapchat. You just have to be funny and not post stupid things. Stupid things would be um, like filming something with you, co- with you commenting something mm-hmm. weird in the background. Um, selfies, um, pictures of what you're doing without really saying anything. Uh, the best way to get a good Snapchat story would be describe what you're doing before, take pictures or like videos while you're doing it, and then talk about it after or talk with friends about it after and then film this and put it all in your story. So if I was going to the beach, okay, anyone can go to the beach. That's cool. So I would film me like, yeah, going to the beach. I'm so excited. Like film who's going with me. What are we going to do? What kind of adventure are we trying to do? Okay, we're trying to catch a crab. All right, cool. So we get to the beach and we're crab searching. I'm going to film my friends doing that, laughing. Uh, I'm going to film some cool like slow-mo videos of the waves, maybe take advantage of the filters. There's like four filters now, I think. And then there's the location filters. You have to have your location turned on for that. And then there's slow-mo, fast, reverse. And you can actually do these with the other filters. So if you pick a filter, put your thumb down, and then continue to swipe through filters again, you'll find that you can do multiple filters at once. So on another note, um, back to the crab story. So now we're to film us trying to get a crab. If we get a crab, great, take a picture of it. If not, take a picture of other things that you're doing. Um, things that get a lot of tension are food and asses. So if you can take <laughs> pictures and videos of those, that's great. And then afterwards, um, like, talk about it. But if you're not funny, like, don't. But here's the thing. Let's say Don't you like, like a guy. Try too hard because then it looks weird. Yeah, so you're gonna get better at Snapchat um, and Instagram. Obviously, the more you use it, and the beauty of Snapchat is, if you suck at it, everything's gone. You, like that, someone watches it and it's gone. It's not there forever. Yeah, and you can always so, message me and be like, Carly, how's my story? And I'll go, I'll like view it and let you know, like, oh wow, that really sucks, or we like, can give oh, it's feedback. cool. Yeah. I, if I was a girl, I'd want to bang you. So this is like girl's sneaky way of like trying to find out who you are before they know you. And always add girl Snapchat. It comes off like less aggressive than like, oh, let me get your phone number. Like, give me your phone number now. But you could be literally walking through a crowd and like, oh, picture, add me on Snap. Click Insta friends. Then she creeps on you, finds out your life is cool and you do dope shit. And then she wants to be friends with you. And then she messaged you. This is especially good at festivals. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was talking to the guys about earlier is instead of going the traditional number route, you can just, you know, and the texting route, you can just meet girls, get their Snapchat, especially at bars and clubs and festivals like Carly was just mentioning, you know, it, aside from the direct approach type of pickup, if you just meet a girl, you know, out at a club or a bar, you, and she takes a picture for you, you get her snap and you add her like that. You, that could eventually turn into a date or some sort of hangout because she gets to consistently see what you're up to. And if she likes you, she's going to creep on your shit and she's going to get to know you and she might even hit you up to ask you out. So thanks for stepping in there, babe. 
Okay, so yeah, so the important thing to remember about Snapchat is it deletes after 24 hours. So if you post something dumb, it doesn't fucking matter because, you know, the next day you get another shot at it and the better you get at this, you know, the more viewers you'll get, the more friends you'll get, the more followers you'll get. And uh, it's just like any skill, you'll improve as you go. My snaps used to be terrible and boring and stupid. Sometimes they still are, but I still get a bunch of people watching and commenting and laughing. So, you know, most of the time they're pretty fun. Uh, There's a lot of guys in the group that have really good Snapchats and Instagrams. So you can follow ours to get an idea of, you know, what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing. Um, One guy in particular that we constantly make fun of. Um, we can show you what not to do by following his Snapchats. Um, (laughs) so, uh, other questions on, uh, his name rhymes with Schmaxwell. So we got, uh, (laughs) so Maxwell would be really effective at Snapchat, except he just posts dumb shit. And he kept getting feedback that everyone thinks it's dumb shit, but he doesn't change it. So, you know, if you don't listen, then I can't help you. But, you know, he's he's got his reasons and <laughs> everyone else has ours. But <laughs> that's the way it goes. So, uh, Sergio, what are your thoughts on all this? I think this is kind of hard for some of those guys or maybe just need to do a lot of cool shit. So if you don't do a lot of cool shit, right, and you meet a really hot girl and you go on a date with her, you're going to get found out, right? That's that's the key thing here is if you don't do enough cool shit to have shit for Instagram and Snapchat, you're going to fail on your dates with girls who are expecting better things from you, right? I mean, you might do well with with a girl who doesn't have very high standards, and also who doesn't do cool shit or have access to guys that do cool shit. But that is what you need to work on. You don't need to change the approach. You need to change that. But you do do cool shit. You're just bad at posting about it. You don't know how to showcase it. You went to Coachella back-to-back weekends. Uh, you probably have lots of funny shit you could do with Uber passengers. Like You could be like, yo, you guys want to be on my Snap, my Uber Snap? You could have a whole fucking story. You could have a whole like, channel of just funny shit from Uber right? Easy. You're in there. You got your phone anyways. Why not? Great way to connect with the, with the passengers, make friends. You're just bad at leveraging what you're doing. You're constantly hanging out with people that are fun and doing fun shit. So I think you're just wrong. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, I guess I don't know how to showcase the shit that I do. Like you said, like, you know, posting shit on Snapchat and making breakfast. Like, I don't know. I don't really consider that that's not really like... Well, that's probably because you don't know how to use the filters. So you can make any video interesting by adding a caption, putting it in slow-mo. You can make anything in- interesting on Snapchat by using the fucking video filters. You can go reverse slow-mo with captions, with fireworks, with emojis. Like, <laughs> you could make a video of a wall interesting using the technology on Snapchat. That's what's kind of cool about it. So... You know, you could literally make you making breakfast interesting. Like, and, and the funny thing is, is people like to watch that. Like, what I do when I have nothing to do, which is almost never, but if I'm just in the car or I just feel like zoning out, I'll just open up Snapchat and I'll just watch through my stories. 
And everyone you're friends with who has a story will all appear that day in chronological order. And it's really quick. You can just click the screen once and it, and it fast forwards through that particular picture or video and you're on to the next one. Um, and that's kind of how people consume their Snapchat content, right? Or they just go and they look for stories of people they like and they just watch those. But I can't tell you how many times I look over and I see Carly or Kira or Hippie or Anya just fucking hanging out on Snapchat. It's incredible. Snapchat, 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 all day, every day. So, Sergio, you just need to practice. Just, you know, videotape shit, take pictures of interesting shit, um, you know, post your Snap story in the group, and we'll give you feedback on why it was good or why it wasn't. It would be better for everybody in the group just add each other on Snapchat. We all watch each other's stories. Totally. Give feedback. Totally. I can start a, a thread in the group where everyone writes down their snap and then we exchange and then that's how we can do it. Operation improve Snapchat. Um, Cameron, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, my thoughts on it is uh, I'm definitely not utilizing it as much as I could. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that like I, I do get videos of sometimes and occasionally post stuff on like Instagram that I, I think would be like kind of exciting if I was like capturing it in the moment, actually putting it on Snapchat. Yeah. Right. Like parties and like music festivals and traveling and stuff like that. I just, it just never occurs to me to ever get it in the moment. Yeah. It's just something you got to make it a habit. Anytime you see something interesting, whip out your phone, take a quick snap. Got it. I'm Don't going to, I'm going to start doing that and always like try to be on top of it. Like, Oh, that's cool. Why don't I why don't I capture Snapchat? Right. Hey, Robbie. You know, uh, this is Sam, man. Um, all of this is uh, it's like totally against my religion, but but I'm gonna do it because I know I'm, I'm missing it. And, uh, I'm, I'm I'm on board. I just it's gonna be horribly painful to go through it. Is it like an easy you know Snapchat 101? Because I you know everything we're talking about how to catch it on Snap. I don't know even how to do that. I don't even have it downloaded. You know what I mean? I don't have any of this. So. Is there like a real, you know, uh, Snapchat for dummy resource? <laughs> um, well, first of all, whatever your religion is, I don't want to join it. That sounds terrible. If it's yeah. against Snapchat. I, I just got to leave this afternoon. It's not a bad religion. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> well, hopefully the girl that you got laid by uses Snapchat. Because if she doesn't, then I would be very skeptical. But they all use it, so I'm sure she does. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to hit that the younger thing and everything you're saying yeah. on, on, on board. I just, I just don't even know how to do it. So, 32, 33 year olds. Some of those girls aren't going to use it, right? But then again, who wants 32 and 33 year olds unless you're 50, um, which I know you're not. So, how do you use Snapchat? It's, I mean, it's very intuitive. That's why it's such a popular. That's why it's such a popular app. Um, you use it by just going on and figuring it out. Literally, it'll take you nine minutes. Um, <laughs> I think it would be faster to go on Snapchat. And, uh, I mean, maybe there's some tutorial videos on how to use Snapchat. You could watch real quickly on YouTube. Um, never tried just because I figured it out pretty fast. I mean, there's not a whole lot you could do. Right? You download the app. I'm going to go through it right now. As soon as you download it, it opens. And then you create an account. Put a little picture there. Uh, you can add friends straight from your contact book. And then from there, there's one screen, and it's basically, it's your camera, right? 
you can turn your flash on or off. You can point the camera either at you, selfie style, or away from you. And then you can either click the button once to take a picture, or you can hold it down to take a video. And once you take a picture or a video, then you have a new set of decisions. You can either delete that picture because it sucked, or you can edit it. Um, you can add text. You can add emojis. You can add uh, different uh, geotags, which is like if you're in West Hollywood, um, it'll say like a sign of West Hollywood with a with a rainbow because West Hollywood's gay. Um, if you're by the beach, it'll probably show a picture of the beach and say Santa Monica. So you can add these geotags. People know where you are. Um, and you can change like the contrast and the lighting and that sort of thing. If you take a video, now there's a bunch of different things you can add. You can add everything I just mentioned, but you can do it fast motion, slow motion, backwards, um, backwards fast, fast forward. Um, and what else? I think that's about it. You can add like the time, um, how charged your battery is. <laughs> how many miles per hour you're moving. So if you're racing a car, that's kind of cool. You can like take a video and it'll tell you how fast you're going. Um, can tell you how hot or cold it is outside. So, um, you know, it's not going to take you very long to figure it out. You just got to download the app and start playing around. Um, and then once you kind of figure out how to take pictures and how to use that, um, if you scroll to the left, you have your chats. Those are all the people that are sending you Snapchats or watching your Snapchats and commenting. So that's kind of like your your texting you know, app on your phone. It just obviously does a lot more. And then if you scroll to the right, then you can watch people's stories. And um, a Snap story is just a collection of your Snapchats from any given 24-hour period. So if I take a, a Snap and I add it to my story at 549 right now, tonight, it'll be gone by 549 tomorrow night. It will be deleted from my story. So it's a 24-hour always running counter on your stories. So I can go on there and I can watch all my friends' stories and see what they've been up to for the last 24 hours, and they can watch mine if I have one. Um, if you want to just do silly, funny videos and send them to your cat or your friend or harem members, it's a great way to stay in touch. Um, that's another amazing use of Snapchat is it can be really, really good for, um, staying in touch with the girls that you're casually dating. Sending a text is more formal. It's, it's, you know, more like I want to get a hold of you. Sending them a Snapchat is just like, Hey, thinking of you doing this funny thing. I probably send it to everyone else on my phone, but you don't know that because you just know that you got it. So it's a really kind of a uh, great way to, you know, keep in contact without showing too much interest. It can be really, really useful for that now that I think about it. And I didn't even think about it as that. It's an amazing uh, tool to just stay top, top of mind um, without necessarily having to commit to things. So a girl you just want to see casually and hook up with her, you know, a couple times a, a month or once a week, instead of texting her, you know, snap, snap, send her Snapchats. And you know if she's still interested because she's watching your stories, responding to your Snapchats. She's probably sending them to you. She's watching, uh, you know, your stories, etc. So, um, you know, it's it's not going to take long to learn how to use it, and we'll give you feedback. Uh, if you guys just add me as a friend, and you ever want feedback, just post in the group or send me a private message. Hey, check out my Snap story today. Tell me why it's good or tell me why it sucks. Posting in the group is better because then you get. Uh, feedback from everyone in the group 
on why it's good or why it sucks. Well, I think I answered everyone's questions. Anyone else have more? Yes, I have a follow-up question. So I kind of have been digesting this whole conversation. And it seems like rather than waste all these numbers which we are getting and trying to, you know, meet them on case, just put them into the social media loop. Is that what you're saying? If you're not converting them, yes. For a guy like you who's only converting one out of seven, yes. Right? Just put them into the social media ether and focus instead on, you know, creating a good social media presence and then reap those rewards. Um, since I started doing this, like I mentioned, uh, about a year ago, um, I've yet to go on a date where I haven't sealed the deal because every single date I go on are girls that are like just constantly hitting me up, watching my snaps, commenting on my Instagrams. Uh, a lot of those were girls that I ended up like flying in to meet me. Um, I had one girl who I met one time at the Payne Mansion party. A lot of you guys probably met her, Abby with the pink hair. Um, never texted her. We exchanged like Snapchat. She would comment on some snaps. I'd snap. She'd snap. Eventually, I flew her to meet me in uh, Disney Disney World, like last December, and then we fucked. Um, and it was like there was no texting. The only texting was like logistics of how she was getting to Disney World, <laughs> and I knew it was a done deal because we had you know all of the communication on Snap, and she was showing me constant love and liking all my stuff. So you'll really, really like, you know, avoid those, those painful go nowhere dates and those text interactions where they just kind of slowly disappear by following the strategy. Um, the one thing for, you know, it's going to be a little bit less effective for, for a guy like Ara, as I mentioned, just cause he's a little older, he's going after a slightly older demographic. Um, but you don't have to, or you could go after younger chicks and use the same strategy and probably do pretty well with it. Um, you know, using uh instagram or facebook will be a little bit a little bit easier for you like most girls over the age of 27 aren't nearly as active on snapchat as girls under like those girls are way more active on facebook and instagram and you won't get as much feedback and content but it'll be higher quality because you're you're only posting really cool stuff they're only seeing really cool stuff um they're not maybe seeing as much of you but you know that they're seeing the the top stuff so let's not forget about those platforms either. They're really, really effective as well. But yeah, I'm going to actually try, um, I'm going to install this stuff and start using them. Yeah. Um, you know, follow people on, on, well, we can start a thread in the group. Um, good, uh, good Snapchat and Instagram accounts to follow. So you guys can see like what really works, who you can emulate, um, you know, if you find a guy that you feel like has a similar vibe to you and you really like his stuff and you like what he puts out there, um, then, you know, you can just kind of learn through osmosis that way. So a bunch of us will, will post, uh, you know, our Instagram accounts and our Snapchats and and uh, you guys can get an idea of hopefully what to do and what not to do. On a conversion like this, because it just seems so easy to de- get Snapchat connections if you're wandering down the street or in the park or at a music conference. I mean, I could just imagine just racking these up um, with really little connection being made and then hopefully they follow you and whatnot. I mean, like, what's your conversion rate using these things, using these outlets? Well, I mean, I'm not really, like what Carly said, where you're just walking up to people and trading Snapchats. Like, I'm not doing that. That's That would work for her because she's a hot girl, right? But, like, 
I will get a girl's Snapchat after I've gotten her number or if I've just like if I've interacted with her for a couple minutes at a bar and you know we took a picture or something then I'll be like yo share it on snap that can be it's gonna be it's gonna be a really high conversion if if you're really good with snapchat and instagram like let's take Oliver for example uh who was on the call last week um he was also on uh a call um I think two or three weeks ago that you guys can download and listen to where he just goes through his, you know, his whole kind of progression with game and his lifestyle. He's really, really good on Snapchat. Um, I don't know about Instagram, but he's, he's just like always posting on Snapchat. He's always doing cool shit. He lives in Vegas. He has a really interesting life. Um, he's going after a very specific type of girl who's a submissive. So he's oftentimes showing pictures or snaps of like not actual fucking obviously, but girls like coming in and like on leashes being tied up. So he's really kind of going after that demographic of girls that like to be dominated in the bedroom. And he's showing that sexual side of himself on Snapchat and any girl who's into that, which a lot of them are, they're going to end up liking his shit and wanting to fuck him. Like his, his, he's like, I I don't even remember the last time I like went on a, like a, a, a date or like went the traditional route to like court a girl he's like they just all hit me up on snapchat and then we hang out and then we fuck because they see what i'm doing on snapchat and they want that so it's it's like such an amazing tool that you can essentially just showcase who you are without having to talk about it without having to prove anything without like having that conversation even on a date so you know the whole like dating model yeah it still works but this is just so much more effective so it it's the conversion is as high as how good you are at it. If you're really good at it, you're going to convert like crazy. If you suck at it, then, you know, not so good, but you can get better. I just, yeah, I don't think it hurts you in any way, right? Like, if, if you get a girl's number and all you have is, is one method of communication, and that's texting her to try to get a date, but then you add Instagram and Snapchat, it's just more times she can see you more times for her to feel a connection with you. And uh, if any of you guys know advertising, you ever heard of the law or the rule of seven, which is you essentially say no to something six times or seven times before you say yes. So you might wonder why you're driving down the highway or, you know, a major street and you see like seven back-to-back billboards for the same movie, or it might seem like seven, maybe it's just three or four, but then two miles later you see another two or three. That's the rule of seven. You see, oh, billboard for I love you man okay that looks stupid whatever dumb title you see it again a block later I love you man again oh wow okay there's this fucking stupid movie again you see it a third time why are they advertising so much for I love you man what the fuck they must be really spending a lot of money on this because either the movie sucks and they have to or it's that good then you see it again you're like Jesus Christ I love you man again like and you're not even thinking this is all happening subconsciously but it's burning I love you, man, into your brain. So then when you when you have nothing to do on a Thursday night, when, you know, you're with your girlfriend and you're scrolling through the movies, there it is, I love you, man. It's familiar. So you go and you see that movie. That's how marketing and advertising works. They just bombard you with messages and you say no to them so many times, eventually you're like, okay, fine. And that's what Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook, that's what it does for you. It burns you into their brain they start to get curious. Maybe if they even didn't like you, they start to question that. And the more attention you have, the more likely you are to end up, you know, with something good happening. Any last questions or thoughts?
All right, guys. Well, thanks for being on the call. And I will talk to you all next week. Later. <laughs>